48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. The Financial Secretary warns that this year's budget deficit is likely to be the second worst on record. Police warned that cannabis is growing in popularity among the city's youth as they announce a record seizure. And Labour sector representatives urge the swift passage of a job safety bill that raises penalties for serious violations. The Financial Secretary expects this year's budget deficit to exceed $100 billion, far higher than the shortfall of just over $56 billion originally estimated. Paul Chan issued his bleak forecast in his weekly blog. Mike Weeks has the details. The Finance Minister said government revenue this year is going to fall short of forecasts while expenditure has risen. Given that, he expects the deficit to be the second worst on record. Mr Chan added that the numbers would be even worse, but for the $35 billion raised through the issuing of green bonds. He said stamp duty and land sale revenue are weak, while income and salaries tax are both expected to come in lower than originally forecast because the poor economy has affected consumption, investment and imports. Mr Chan also said the employment situation has continued to improve ahead of the release of the latest job figures later this week. Police say they've seized 900 kilograms of cannabis buds during recent anti-drug trafficking operations, the largest seizure of the drug on record. The haul had had an estimated value of over $100 million and also included a kilogram of ice. Officers said the drugs were found at three industrial buildings in Chunmun and Sampo Kong. They've arrested two men who will appear in court tomorrow. Lao Kai Pang, superintendent from the Narcotics Bureau, says he's noticed increasing demand for cannabis among young people. This is one of the record seizure in Hong Kong for these quantities of cannabis. Uh, we see that this is a trend since the legalization of cannabis in some overseas country. This explains why there has quite increasing amount of cannabis seizure. Another reason is from a demand side, we see that cannabis has become one of the popular culture, which is wrong among the youth. And that's explained why in quite a number of entertainment premises and in the youth culture, they have been promoting the use of cannabis. Executive Councillor Jeffrey Lamb has called on the government to relax inbound travel rules as soon as possible, rather than leave it until the end of the year, saying Hong Kong's image is at stake. Damon Pang has more. Mr Lam, who is also a commercial sector lawmaker, said the recent cancellation of the Hong Kong Marathon and an international dragon boat race affects the territory's international image. He said the government should allow travellers to quarantine at home for a week or even for just three days. Mr Lam also says the requirement for inbound travellers to do a PCR test before boarding a flight should be scrapped because it's hard to get one done overseas. The marathon cancellation was reviewed just before Oxfam said it had been denied permission to hold the trail walker event, with officials citing concerns over the number of people involved. Organizers of the Dragon Boat event decided to move it to Thailand, citing the SAR's quarantine and isolation arrangements. Labour sector representatives have called for the prompt passage of a job safety bill that significantly raises the maximum penalty for serious violations. Right now, the maximum penalty is half a million dollars and 12 months in jail, but the government proposes to raise them to 10 million and two years. Unionist lawmaker Kwok Wei Kung says fatal says recent fatal incidents have raised public awareness about the issue, particularly in the construction sector. He says he's confident Lejko can pass the bill during this term. 
term. Here's Siosin Man, the chief executive of the Association for the Rights of Industrial Accident Victims. And now the parties, for example, the contractors, the main contractors or the contractors, when they violate the ordinance, the only penalty a very low amount, maybe 40 to 50,000. It cannot reflect the accident's serious situation. And now for a look at the weather. It will be very hot with sunny periods and haze this afternoon. It will be mainly cloudy with a few showers and isolated thunderstorms later. Light to moderate westerly winds. The outlook still very hot with a few showers tomorrow. It will be windy with one or two showers and temperatures will fall slightly on Tuesday and Wednesday. Sunny periods later in the week. The temperature is 33 degrees, relative humidity 60%. The yellow fire danger warning is in force as is the very hot weather warning. You're listening to RTHK. The the time is just coming up to five minutes past one. More than 25,000 homes in southwestern Japan are without power after heavy rain and strong winds as a powerful typhoon hurtles towards the coast. Nearly three million people have been urged to evacuate their homes in the region of Kyushu. More details from the BBC's Warren Bull. Forecasters say the southernmost parts of Japan should prepare for unprecedented weather conditions with the arrival of Typhoon Nanmadol. Japan's meteorological agency said it would bring torrential rain, storm surges along the coast and winds so powerful there's a risk that homes could collapse. Already thousands of people have left their houses for temporary shelters. Extensive flooding and landslides are predicted, while bullet train services, ferries and more than 500 flights have been cancelled. The typhoon is expected to make landfall later on Sunday, before sweeping up through the rest of Japan in the coming days. President Biden has arrived in London ahead of the funeral of Queen Elizabeth tomorrow. He's among around 500 heads of state and foreign dignitaries who are expected to attend, with the prominent exception of Russia's President Putin, who wasn't invited. Other attendees include the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Human rights groups have criticised the decision to invite the Crown Prince because of his alleged links to the killing of a journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. The BBC's Paul Adams explains. He has always denied that he gave that order, but there is a general assumption widely held by Western intelligence agencies that he indeed was the man behind it. And so that makes it a deeply uncomfortable thing. Now, clearly, we still do have diplomatic relations, albeit extremely strained with Russia. But, you know, in the midst of the war in Ukraine, that was simply unthinkable. These are not easy moral or political decisions. Time for a look at the sports news and we begin with football. Son Heung-min came off the bench to score a 13-minute hat-trick as Tottenham beat struggling Leicester City 6-2 in the English Premier League. Last season's Golden Boot winner was pleased to get off the mark for the season. Life on football is just crazy. You know, sometimes the ball just went, didn't want to go inside and today just three goals, and which uh, just changed everything, So, which is uh, really crazy. And then I learned so many things in, the, in this tough uh, Tough period and uh, yeah, happened three lucky goals and I'm really, really proud, proud and appreciate it. Elsewhere, defending champions Manchester City are top of the English Premier League after a 3-0 win at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Newcastle were held to a one-all draw at home by Bournemouth. 
The elder brother of the French international footballer Paul Pogba has been charged with attempting to extort money from his sibling. Matthias Pogba and four others are accused of being part of an organised gang and participating in a criminal association with the intention of preparing a crime. Earlier, Matthias Pogba, who's also a professional footballer, admitted to French investigators that he was behind a threatening video that appeared online last month, demanding more than 13 million US dollars from his brother. Pogba's lawyer told French journalists that his client was innocent. England's cricketers have arrived in Pakistan ahead of their first tour to the country in 17 years. The tourists are ready are set to play seven T20 internationals ahead of next month's World Cup in Australia before returning to Pakistan to play three test matches in December. The England white ball captain Joss Butler dismissed suggestions that his side are favourites for the series. We know how strong Pakistan are uh, and also how volatile T20 cricket is. There's a lot of match winners on, on both teams uh, and that's what you need in T20 cricket. Um, the individual can have a big impact on, on games um, and we certainly feel like throughout our squad we have plenty of match winners. The first T20 is scheduled for Tuesday in Karachi. In golf, England's Matt Fitzpatrick will take a one-shot lead over Rory McIlroy and fellow Englishman Aaron Rye into the final round of the Italian Open on Sunday. McIlroy is pleased to still be in contention after a third round 71. I struggled with a putter all day, but I think especially when the wind got up, I struggled just to sort of commit to reads and, and you know, do I play the wind? Do I not play the wind? I held a couple of nice ones coming in, but missed a lot of opportunities there sort of at the start and the middle of the round. So sort of thankfully, I'm still in it, still only one shot back uh, so I can keep an eye on, on Fitz and, and what he's doing. To end the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary warns that this year's budget deficit is likely to be the second worst on record. Police warn that cannabis is growing in popularity among the city's youth as they announce a record seizure. And Labour sector representatives urge the swift passage of a job safety bill that raises the penalties for serious violations. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value, value and value. a new experience. Value, 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 value.